What's up everyone? Welcome back to Moments with the Marcelins. My name is June. And my name is Stephanie. And we are the Marcelins. Our moments together will be centered around three things. Transparency, tools, and truth. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of Moments with the Marcelins. If you are watching this, make sure to subscribe and hit the notification bell on YouTube. And if you're listening to this on your favorite podcast platform, make sure to obviously uh, leave us a review um, and also rate this episode or rate this podcast. So can't wait to hear from you. It is my birthday. birthday. Well, technically right now as we're recording, it's not my birthday. <laughs> but by the time this will have been published, it is my it is birthday. birthday. It is my Jesus year. AKA my Scotty Pippen year. Oh. AKA my Larry Bird year. Okay. So if you don't know anything, uh, <laughs> any, you know, where the correlation between those three individuals, tomorrow or today, I am 33 years of age. 33 years young. 33 years young. And so I'm excited. I just want to share, we just wanted to, uh, I guess, for this episode in particular, uh, just some things that I've learned within the past year. Um, uh, and so the first thing that I have just learned and not only learned, but just, I guess, more so been reminded of is to have faith, to have faith. Um, what I'm realizing is that with God, what you see is what you get. Mm. So God will be as big as you want him to be, or if you want to keep him in a little box, mm. you know, and so you know, we, we grow up and we hear have faith, you know, yeah. make sure that you have faith and, and things like that. And as a child, I just remember having all the faith in the world and just having all these things that I wanted to do and these visions and these 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 dreams. And then as you get older, life happens, things happen right. and it's like reality begins to set in. And so you stop dreaming as much. You stop oh. believing as much to those promises that have been placed over your life. But if it's one thing that in particular that I've learned over this past year is to make sure to maintain that childlike faith and yeah. believing God to do those things that he's promised that he's going to do on your behalf, not knowing how he's going to do it, but believing that he is going to do it. Yeah. I think that's such a valuable lesson. And it sounds so cliche, just kind of like half faith, right? But then sometimes because of you just get sucked into like the mundane or like the routine of life, you sometimes function as like an atheist mm. where just like, you know, that God exists, you know, or that, you know what I mean? Or that you're just walking in life and doing all of these things with all of the, you know, with, with positive thinking or with like, okay, things may turn out all right, but not truly having faith in the one that, you know, get, you know, saved you per se. Like, I don't know. And so I think that that is such a good reminder mm. this year mm -hmm. that it's mm -hmm. like in everything, it's not just about like positive vibes and like, let me think good thoughts and think good things will happen, even though there are times and places for that, but truly having faith, which mm -hmm. is believing in something that's not here. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Believing in something that is untangible mm -hmm. um, at this very moment. And so, um, so yeah, so I think that that's just... Um, an Absolutely. Reminder. And something I want to add to that is, um, you know, not only believing for something, because we can have that belief, but if there's no action to follow it, mm -hmm. then it's no good. You know, the Bible says yeah. faith without works is dead. And so, you know, actually putting action behind that. And so kind of to what you alluded to, just acting as if you believe God, yeah. not just sitting around, just waiting for something to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Because then you're just having optimism, you know. Yeah. And um, I'm reading a book now, a Visionary by Andy Stanley. He talks about the difference mm-hmm. between dreamers and visionaries. Dreamers, they they dream about something that they ideally want, but visionaries put themselves in it and say, okay, what can I do to make that happen? Mm. And so we need to be visionaries out there. And I'm just reminded that, you know, we have to have faith. Yeah. You know, the Bible says without faith, it is impossible to please God. And so we have to believe and we have to act on what our words are saying. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the things that it's so easy to take, you know what I mean? Kind of just for granted, I guess, in a way is that like, you know, when we say that we're, you know, Christians or that we say that we are believers, but yet we do not have faith on the very words that like Jesus, you know, that God said, mm-hmm. we're telling him that he's a liar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like an insult to God's character to say that you, you know what I mean? Follow me in all true essence. Like my actions are showing otherwise, mm-hmm. you know, it just like I say that you are my savior or I say that you are my Lord. I say all of these different things, but yet, you know what I mean? My faith isn't grounded on, or, you know, I'm not standing on your promises. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like an insult to God's character, per se, calling him a liar. If I don't believe what he said. So it's just crazy. Like, it's just, you know, again, it's just a cliche thing to say, like, yeah, have faith. But when you're, when you're tried and tested, right. Mm -hmm. In those moments of life, that you know of uncertainty of just like no unknowns diagnosis like life you know things just happen you, you know what i mean like what you truly believe it comes out to the surface right Absolutely. and Absolutely. like you had mentioned god is going to show up to be exactly who you think he is going to be mm-hmm. you know yeah and yeah i don't know who coined the term but let's not walk around like functional atheists yeah and so uh yeah have faith have faith in what uh yeah. what has been set set yeah. over your life yeah. uh the second thing that i've just kind of been reminded in this year is that he is my provider he right. is my provider <laughs> like i can't tell you how many times in this podcast we've mentioned that like god never ceases to amaze me on how he just provides like yeah we found out that you know we were gonna have a child you know mm-hmm. in the middle of a season where it was just so many things yeah. uncertain <laughs> unknown like god how are you gonna provide yes. like you know when we couldn't technically afford a child mm-hmm. <laughs> the lord yeah facts made it happen and that's what we know is god because every yeah. time we tried when we could mm-hmm. it it didn't happen <laughs> it's crazy it's and insane. it's like in the time like god of all times now yeah you know and god is just faithful yeah you know like Absolutely. at that time i was unemployed i was just like ah what do you you know what do you yeah but what are you gonna do what are you going to do and sure enough he did it you know and yeah. it's like i'm just gonna trust you god because right. i know that you're gonna provide you've provided before Absolutely. and you're gonna continue to provide and and i love that he's jehovah jireh and i can't stress this enough every time i talk about jehovah jireh when we talk about god being our provider we typically just go to financial and what he can do for us uh-huh. but when we talk about provider yeah. like he provides so much more than just monetary gain like yeah. he provides peace he provides Absolutely. comfort he provides Absolutely. joy he provides you know he provides um just confidence he does all of those things he's 
in essence, he is all of those things. Yeah. And so he provides for us. And I just want, if you're listening, if you're watching this, to just be reminded that he's a provider of all those things. All those things yeah. that are good are attributed to God because God is good. Which leads me to my next um, point is that what I've learned and been reminded is that God is my defender. God is my defender. And so, um, you know, I went through a, a particular season this year where people slandered my name. People lied on me and I wanted to take vengeance. I wanted to I wanted to go back. I wanted to defend my name. But God was like, chill. I got this. Like I could visually. <laughs> I got this one. Uh, yeah. Chill. I got this one. I got, mm, this, one. I got this one. And so. um you know, I wanted to defend my name, but I was like, you know what? Like, I've done that every, every, every other, every other circumstances other, yeah. or situations. You know, I've done that. Like my my childhood and the environment that I was raised in, you had to defend yourself for survival. And so yeah. I'm naturally wired. If someone slanders or if someone is, you know, coming for me, naturally my instinct is to defend myself. Yeah. But God literally said, "Chill." I got this one yeah. and I, I had to learn that he is my defender mm -hmm. and the Bible says vengeance is mine and so we have to understand when people offend us when people talk about us or slander us or you know make lies about us yeah. like allow room for God's wrath because it's so much better than if we step in and so when we step in and we try to defend our names or in the sense of defending ourselves and and try to go back and 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 go back and forth with people whose mindset otherwise is not going to change we're 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 basically stepping in place of god and what he wants to do and so i had to learn like june like trust god god has you you know what i'm saying god is going to defend you yeah. and so i think about david and his psalms and i remember that journey just going through my psalms and, and journaling and i'm like god like dang like you know like this was wrong mm -hmm. but god being like you know what I know it is, you know, and God being able to, and I love this, that in my time spent with him, that I could be brutally honest. I can be completely yeah. myself. And so, so he, he's, he's our defender. Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the, it just kind of tying into that is like, sometimes when you do want to step in, right. To like, you know, to, to, to clear your name or to make, you know, just resolve situations or misunderstandings, et cetera. Sometimes we step in the way of what God is like, you know, trying to do in you and also in the other person, mm -hmm. right? And sometimes that also goes into like the law of like sowing and reaping, That's where so you may also reap something that, you know what I mean? Wasn't, wasn't for you to reap. It was for someone else to reap. But because you're there, you know what I mean? Like in the situation, mm -hmm. you get entangled in those type of, in those type of things too. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I definitely agree within all of that, you know, yeah. he is your defender, but then like you've seen him clear your name in Absolutely. a way. You know what I'm saying? It's just crazy. Absolutely. Like how God just works. It's, it's interesting is because as you're talking, there's someone that is probably viewing right now or listening saying, well, I had to defend myself. Listen, every scenario is not the same. Absolutely. And I it's love that. And I love, right. I love that Solomon Ecclesiastes he's like, there's a time for everything. Yes. There's a time for everything. There's a time to speak. And then there's also a time to be quiet. Absolutely. Which leads me to my next point. God taught me in this year as well and reminded me to be still mm. you know when there's a storm going on and you don't know what's happening you don't know how this is going to happen how this is you don't know what your next move is you don't want to move off of emotions yeah. you have to just be still 
Seriously. And in this year, I had to learn and I had to be reminded to be still. Mm -hmm. And in the times and moments of uncertainty, to just trust that God was still moving because God does some of his best works in the darkness when it seems as though he's not moving. I'm preaching, man. I'm like, I'm like <laughs> fired up right now for the 33rd, you know? Yes. I'm, yeah. So um, when it seems like, when it seems like uh, God is not moving, yeah. he is moving, you know? Right. And so I had to be reminded of that, to just be still and know that I am God. I'm reminded of Moses with the Israelites and, you know, they had just gone away from a place of being captive and being mm -hmm. slaves and he's like man were there not enough graves out there in egypt that you took us out here to this wilderness to to die mm -hmm. and he tells him he's like yeah. you just just you need only to be still you know the lord is going to defend us yeah you know and maybe you have a decision that you need to make that's just it's it's such a pivotal decision is such a crazy pivot and you just don't know what to do or 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 you know be still when you're uncertain sometimes it's okay to not have the answer right away it's okay to not have it all figured out right. when i was a teenager i thought i'd have it figured out by 22 <laughs> life happens it's okay and there's some things that are still not figured out but it's okay because if everything were figured out then there would be no need for God. But I'm glad. And we have to be comfortable with living within the tension of uh, just being content and the tension of also just being uncertain. There's a tension that is there, you know, because like even though there's moments where I'm uncertain of how God is going to do this. I'm still content in the fact that I know I belong to him. But that tension is there and I live amongst that tension. And it's OK because. The moment I feel comfortable or I feel like I'm self-sufficient and God is out of the equation, it never works out on my behalf. It may seem good for a little while, but then something yeah. will then happen in life to remind me, hey, I need to be dependent on that. And so something else that I read, and I can't remember the author, but they said that comfort and growth cannot coexist. Mm. Comfort and growth cannot coexist. Therefore, anytime there's uh, you, you feel like you're uncomfortable. There's a little bit of discomfort there. Understand that there's an opportunity to grow. Yeah. There's an opportunity to grow. There's an opportunity to learn. And so while you're in that tension, while you that God has you right where he wants you because yeah. he's, he's, he's stretching you. He's growing you into the individual that he wants you to be. And in, in order for growth to happen, there must be a level of discomfort to yeah, take place. Absolutely. I think one of the, one of the other things that kind of tie into like being still is like, you know, letting go of the control that you feel like you have over your life. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Or like, you know, yeah, ultimately, yeah. you know, kind of just like you are the one that are is, is making the things move or, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. having that final say. I think it's just important to know that like, you know, our life is really in the hands of God. And that if I truly trust in what he says and like have this faith and I think all of these things kind of tie in together and like, you know, what you've learned within this past year. But it's like, if I truly believe that, then I can be, I can have peace that I am in the best hands, you know, and that I can be still in all of that too. Yeah. Which leads me to my final point of uh, what I've learned um, in this past year and been reminded of is that he has my best interests at heart. Mm. Like, you know, 
I'm reminded of the verse, um, a lot of verses today, as, as I'm just sharing, is that he came so that we can have a life and life to the fullest, which means that, you know, he is concerned and he is invested in my life in yeah. the decisions that I make. And he wants to see me win. That's right. You know, he wants to see me win. Like, That's even right. there's moments where I don't get it right. He corrects me, disciplines me. Like he wants me at the end of the day to win and be right. better. He's in my corner and you know, he wants what's best for me. Yeah, absolutely. And it just like, if you know that he has your best interests at heart, you know, then whatever is coming in your direction, you know that the ending, you know what I mean? That you can trust the person who's in charge of the ending, mm -hmm. you know? And just like, I know that there's a verse to that, you know, just like, you know, all things work together for the good, right? Mm -hmm. Of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. I know we've talked about that before in one of our previous episodes where it's not that this current situation and outcome may be good, but it's the sum of all things together will turn out mm -hmm. for my good. Mm -hmm. So although the previous season didn't end you know what I mean? On on the best, like how you would have wanted it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that that plus currently and plus mm -hmm. what's coming later, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? The outcome <laughs> won't be good. Yeah. You know, so I think it's just like knowing that and knowing that he truly is the potter and you are the clay. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Like you are in the best hands yeah. that you could have ever been in. Absolutely. Um, Ty Trevor said on his album, I know we did our playlist last episode. He says, um, <laughs> It might not be good to me, but it's good for me. Yeah. And so yeah, that's yeah. good. And I end on this quote by uh, Dr. Tony Evans. He says, the power behind you is greater than the task ahead of you. Lean on Jesus. He's got you. Good. The power behind you is greater than the task ahead of you. Lean on Jesus. He's got oh, you. And so I'm thankful for new opportunities. <laughs> I'm thankful for, for just God just being faithful, uh, for family. Um, you know, in, in this season of my life, 33 years around the sun. So God, I, I say thank you. I yes. say thank you. And so the best is yet to come. Amen. So uh, thank you again for tuning in, for listening. Yes. Uh, we got one more episode for... Of this season? Of this season. How you <laughs> feeling about that? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Obviously, it's always bittersweet because it just flies by so fast. Mm. Um, but we're definitely excited for all of that is coming and to come. And um, you know, we were getting baby, getting ready for you know for baby's arrival. So that's also a lot and yeah. exciting stuff. But again, truly appreciate all of you who listen, who tune in, um, who watch us regularly. Take care. Be easy. God, God bless, bless and much, much love. love.